welcome to Just Go With It, a podcast by 20-somethings for 20-somethings. Fun, flirty, and keeping it real. An absolute riot, these two. If it isn't over the top, it ain't us. They came out of college on top. Then life hit them in the face. Be a bit more professional, please. Couldn't shut us up then. Won't shut us up now. Here are the tips and tricks you are going to need to get through your 20s. We are getting into it. Strap yourselves in for a wild ride. Live on air. I'm Abby. And I'm Ashley. Good Lord, it's already season two. Grab a drink, take a seat, and get ready to just go with it. What's up, you guys? Welcome back to Just Go With It. Happy Friday, happy hour. Today is a very, very special day because we have an absolute treat for you guys. If you've been a fan since day one, you know that we do a series sporadically called Questions for the Boys, where we bring on men in our lives that where we can pick their brains, we can figure out what the heck boys are thinking and really get to the bottom of it, just life from a male perspective, because we're girls and this is for girls only, but sometimes it's good to know what the heck boys are thinking about. So what's super exciting today is that I have on my boyfriend. I know him as Miller. The rest of the world knows him as Andrew. His name I is Andrew I refuse to believe. I refuse to believe that anyone knows him as Andrew. I'm sorry. We were discussing this, Andrew, just like me and Abby and one of our other friends. I refuse to take that information in as my own it's confusing so the backstory is that I have a best friend from back home named Andrew and when I started getting romantically involved with this Andrew I said absolutely not it's not working out I can't call you Andrew it doesn't work for me so I started calling him Miller which I thought was really cute and it was supposed to just be like a cute little one-off thing and then it kind of stuck and now I I introduced him as Miller my parents call him Miller all my friends call him Miller but no one else in his life except for two fraternity brothers call him Miller so I will introduce him on the podcast as Miller. <laughs> if he ever went to prison, they call him Miller there. That's true. <laughs> so lo and behold, everyone get excited. He's really nervous. So be nice. What you say can and will be held against you in a court of law. Here is Mr. Andrew Miller, my boyfriend, whom I love so much. Welcome to the podcast. That was sweet, babe. Um, also, he's really Southern in case nobody knows this. I don't yet. think they would have been able to pick that up. No. Nope. <laughs> From Boston or Kentucky, take your pick. Boston. are you from boston that's what it sounds boston. like so tell tell the crowd where you're from where you went to school give them like the one sentence who you are one sentence okay i am from richmond kentucky small town like south and east of lexington kentucky if you know where that is most people don't okay oh i do like, uh like an hour hour and a half south of cincinnati uh, i go to school in bowling green kentucky right now which is like an hour north of nashville and I'm in physical therapy school there. And mm-hmm. I lied on my Hinge profile mm-hmm. and said that I lived in Nashville and I really didn't. I was a poser. And that's how I met Abby. And thank God that he did. And we're going to get into dating apps. Don't you worry. Everything that's... started with a lie. <laughs> Our relationship's founded on a lie. <laughs> Unless you actually live like in the epicenter of like Santa Monica, D.C. or something. Everyone's lying. About where they Everyone are. just puts it to the coolest location to them, yeah. Well, for the record, too, I was also lying because I put my location yeah, in everyone was Nashville lying. when I was in Washington State, <laughs> which doesn't even, you can't get farther than that. No, that's a big lie, yeah. So we are going to get into it. We are going to grill Miller. Miller, you can grill us back, I guess. Okay. <laughs> We've never had yeah. that happen, but. Throw it back at us if you have a question, yeah. please. Yeah. And we are going to get into the nitty gritty of um, the male psyche. I can't wait. I can't wait to play therapist. Okay. So first question right off the bat, since we met on a dating app, I think it's only fair to ask from a male perspective, what makes a good female profile on a dating app? And what is your dating app of choice? Please let us know. Okay. So the good profile, I think, depends on the app. Okay. Because 
like Tinder versus Bumble versus Hinge, they all kind of give off a different vibe. Like mm-hmm. I feel like Hinge is a lot more serious. Tinder gives off, I'm just kind of casual, want to hook up type vibes. Yeah. So then the dating app of choice, it depended on the stage of my life, like what I was looking for. Okay. If I, if Let's I, just ask Tinder. We're not even going to talk about that. No, yeah, one, screw that. Women None don't of our target that, audience yeah. uses Tinder. No. Oh. Sorry. Well, I, was about to, <laughs> I was about to talk about Tinder, but I guess I'll go ahead and go to Hinge. I never really used Bumble much because I found that women were not great at like initiating the conversation. It's powerful because we have the power to do it and we don't get spammed with like gross messages, but also it can be stressful if like your profile isn't, there's nothing to like comment on specifically. So I agree with that. And I think a lot of women have just never had to make the first move, especially Mm -hmm. if you're attractive. Mm -hmm. You've never had to initiate a conversation with a guy you always haven't done to you. So you have, you don't have those skills built up throughout life to just comment on somebody's stuff and start the conversation. So that's why we like Hinge. So what makes a good Hinge profile? Should I have other people in my pictures? Because I hear different opinions on that to show that I'm fun and popular. Should she try to be funny on the prompts or what? Yes. Don't be too serious. And nobody wants like paragraph answers. Mm. If I see like more than one sentence for an answer on a prompt, I'm not reading it. But what if she's really hot? I'm going to send you mine right now. That's just you're you're taking it too serious. It's just a dating app. Just just relax. (laughs) Well, some say that you can use dating apps to find your husband. So I think it is serious. Well, I don't think we answered anything seriously. Do you, does, should a woman have other people in her pictures on her profile? I don't think it matters that much. I think as long as you have one or two that's just you so you can tell who it is, that's what's most important. Some people, like all their pictures will be groups of like eight girls and you have no idea who mm-hmm. the girl is. even after And they're all blonde. Yeah, they all look the same. They're all doing the same activities. You have no idea who's who. Do you want us to analyze yours, Ashley? Yes, I would. Live on air, everyone, Miller is going to go through Ashley's profile as if she was a stranger and comment what he thinks is good. Be nice. And also... <laughs> the first picture is good. It looks like you're weekending in the Hamptons. Yeah, it's just Alabama for you. Sure. The second picture is good. It gives off professional vibes. But then you you compliment that with a third picture. I want to have fun. Mm. Backwards hats on a kayak. What is, sorry, what is that? A it's a paddleboard. <laughs> Chugging a beer. Can I say that word? Yeah. Oh, fuck, Mary, kill, vodka, wine, beer. That's interesting. Well, that's different. I like it, though. Do you hate it? See, that one gets a ton starter. of traction. Yeah, it's a good conversation starter. Totally. I could change smart. it to anything, though. Uh, you could change it to fuck, Mary, kill, the cheaper by the dozen, the parent trap, and like another movie. You could change it to um, country music artists. You can change yeah. it to vacation spots. Absolutely. I think that's a winning prompt. Anything open-ended where you don't have to compliment or like comment mm-hmm. directly on their life is good. What does this picture tell you? She has several friends, and she enjoys the outdoors. She's a big outdoors gal. I like them all. It's a good profile overall. Yeah, okay. I give it a 10, but also I'm a girl, so not the target. You're also a little biased. I'm a little biased. <laughs> Next question I have is, what is the first thing you notice about a girl? You don't know her. You haven't spoken to her. You see her on the street. Are you street. talking about in a bar? What are we talking about? You see her on the street. You see her on the street. Real life. Coffee oh, shop. First thing you notice about to a girl. see in a bar is different. Like in a bar, no. First, like first a, we'll do first real life, then the bar. Real life. I mean, I'm just going to go for somebody that I think is attractive. Like everybody has a different perspective on what's attractive. So I'm gonna. I like tall brunettes. <laughs> so I'm obviously going to notice that over like a platinum blonde, five foot two sorority girl, which a lot of people like. That's true. It's just each their own. Yeah. Yeah. It's so interesting. How everyone has different tastes. Mm-hmm. And then in a bar, what? 
what is the first thing you're going to notice? In a bar, I'm going to look at the way she carries herself. Like, what is she doing? That's what every man says. Is she only just, is she sitting there on her phone, like hunched (laughs) over the edge of the bar, like stirring her drink around? Or is she in a group of friends? Is she dancing? Is she talking to a lot of people? Like, that's what I'm looking for more so. Do you want an outgoing girly? Or do you want a girl that's like to herself? I do. I prefer outgoing. But again, that's different strokes for different folks. You know, everybody has their own perspective. Yeah. If you saw a girl that you found attractive in a bar, but she's with all of her friends, would you wait until she like goes alone to get a drink or something to approach her? <laughs> See, we were talking not about in a predatory earlier. way, but like in a yeah, <laughs> in a, I'm, like, I'm she's actually not... gonna wait until she's going and hunt, hunt her down. <laughs> no, 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 just until she's like <laughs> not like surrounded by like seven other people. I think the number matters. Like seven other people, it's kind of intimidating to go up and talk to a girl in front of seven other girls. Yeah. Because totally. we were talking about this earlier. For some reason, girls don't get the social cue that like if a guy comes up and talks to one of your friends, you're supposed to kind of disperse. Like if a girl goes up and talks to You know, to a that's guy, the funny thing. Maybe they do get the cue, but they could tell that their friend wouldn't be into him. Maybe. But like yeah, if, if a true. girl goes up and talks to a guy, immediately all the guys are going to go do yeah. their own thing. They're going to leave. <laughs> I have a question from a male perspective. If a girl, like what you just described, if a girl comes up to a guy and he, you're in a group of like two to five friends guy friends and they start talking and then everyone kind of gives the cue like oh it's time to disperse what if one of the other guys in the group finds that girl cute and like wants to talk to her too doesn't matter why it's just that's just like boy code it's like he has dibs now but it's like free game like no one's dating we're all just at a bar it doesn't matter though they started the conversation now if they separate if she goes back to her friends and he goes away then it's free game Mm. But as long as they're connected, there's like a time like window. A, it's just like an unspoken code. You don't interrupt that. Got it. How about intentional eye contact with someone in a bar? Like I'm waiting to get my drink. I make eye contact with someone who's like kind of like on the other side of the bar and we're both waiting for a drink. Mm. Should you go up and talk to him as a woman or should you have made that eye contact and so now it's his turn? I really don't think it matters that much. Uh, I think traditionally the guy should go up and talk to the girl. And I think that that's what you should be looking for as a guy. Usually girls, for some reason, girls think that if they like stare at you long enough, then you're going to go up and talk to them. So I guess. <laughs> well, you crack the cup. <laughs> if you stare at them, I'm blinking. <laughs> so I feel like that's just a cue that you have to pick up on as a guy. Yeah. And what about the boss? Some guys are, are dumb as rocks. <laughs> no, men are dumb as rocks. Sorry, Miller. But he's like, yeah. What are what happened to the lost art of men approaching girls in bars? Like, why do you think guys aren't doing it so much this? Is it because they don't want to get cheated out of a two free drinks and then the girl leaves them? Is that what it is? I personally don't buy drinks for girls. <laughs> like when I'm just going up and hitting on a girl, you like you never have, <laughs> never have. Not unless, like if we've been talking for a couple hours, then it's more of like, oh, I'll buy your next round, so, like a nice thing. But I don't ever go up to a girl and say, you oh, can I buy you that. a drink? Yeah, because girls know that they just want the free drinks. They're mm-hmm. not interested in what you have to say. <laughs> Why do you think so many men do that? The free drink thing? Yeah, it's it's absurd. It's what their fathers did and their fathers before them, I guess. (laughs) Their father's father. (laughs) I don't know. It's just a traditional thing. And also, you could talk to a boy for three minutes and then just say, should we go get a drink? And then he'll just buy it for you. And then that's that. Yeah, it's pretty simple. Why is it so easy? Because guys are dumb. You just said it. But why aren't? But aside from the drink thing, why aren't more guys approaching girls at bars? Do you think it's because girls are unapproachable? Do you think it's because guys' confidence is just lacking in twenty twenty two? Do you think it's because they're afraid of rejection? Like, what is it really? Because in the movies, they make it seem like when you're young and hot and in your twenties and you're at a bar, men will approach and you will have the time of your life, and it's just not happening as much these days. Well, I think it's a little bit of everything. First of all, 
life is not like a rom-com, believe it or not. Let it rip. But, <laughs> kind of a bitch. <laughs> um, I think it has a lot to do with you don't have to. You have the dating apps and everything. You can, you can be so connected to somebody with ever having to like face that fear of going to talk to somebody in person. So nowadays you don't. And that's doing us a disservice. Yeah, you don't have to meet people in a bar. Like I could see a girl in a bar and not approach her, and then I could match with her on a dating app the next day, and it's a whole lot easier to text somebody than it is to talk to them. That's just the truth. That gives me a pit. Me too. So I think it's more of just a used to you had to go up and approach a woman and talk to her in person. Now you don't have to anymore. So guys are not going to take that leap of faith. But sometimes half the fun of going out is like, oh, am I going to meet someone, or will my friend meet someone? And that's just like half the fun of it. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. It is half the fun, for sure. Okay, so speaking of girls that look approachable versus unapproachable, if she's in a big group, five-ish girls, you're not you're not going to get approached. So girls, pro tip, if you want to get some guy's attention and you think there's a good chance of him coming up to you or whatever, disperse from the group a little bit. Maybe go off in a pair of two. A pair well, of that's two why I say go get fine. a drink alone or with one other person at the bar. Yeah, so that's step number one. Step number two, don't be hunched over or looking at your phone. Nobody <laughs> wants somebody who's in a social setting staring at their phone. Like, no, thank you. You should look boring right off the bat. Or just You should only maybe. have your phone out to take a picture. That's it. Yeah. At a bar. I would say three or less. Three or less what? To get hit on. Three or less to be, to be in a group. Okay. Yeah. Got it. Good to know. Next, how do you feel about girls on elevated surfaces? Is that like a red flag or is that like, oh, she's fun. She knows how to have a good time. Well, I feel like at our age, it doesn't really happen that much anymore. I don't like that phrase. That phrase gave me the biggest pit of all. (laughs) No, no, not that I want to be on an elevated surface, but him saying at our age, that doesn't happen anymore. (laughs) That gave me a pit the size of Texas, actually. Yeah, I guess we're not like raging and drinking vodka Red Bulls. We're not 19. Yeah. I've never really had much of an opinion on that. Personally, I know, especially being from the South, some guys are not into like the life of the party. She's up dancing around, like showing off to everybody. But me personally, I kind of like that. I like seeing that she's out. Well, thank God. That's why we work so well. (laughs) So that's just a preference thing, I think. Yeah. A a dynamic that I found several months ago to be a really fun one. And Mallory, you could have played this card a lot harder when we were just there last weekend. Is it one time I went out? with just like another girlfriend and a guy friend. And it was so much fun because the guy friend was hitting it off with all these men. And like, we were like t- talking to other girls and it just all worked very well. Cute. The dynamic for all of us. And Miller, you could have played that card harder. And <laughs> should have talked to more guys. Like yeah, befriending other brought men. more guys around to us. Like just befriending other man, men. Yeah. And just being friendly with them. So that's a note to any of our male listeners. If you, if there are any, if you're if there out, are any. there's probably like two. If you're out with like a bunch of your girlfriends and you're in a bar, make sure that you're bringing guys around. That's a good tip. I like yeah. that. Make friends. Make friends so that the girls can talk to those friends. So I hear time and time again that the way to approach a boy in a bar is to compliment him. But what are some other ways? Compliments are few and far between when it comes to men. Men don't get compliments very much, so it like stands out to them. Not enough. Not enough. It stands <laughs> is that out. Why to you, them. Is that what makes you cry at night? Everyone has their little thing. <laughs> we get complimented There's enough. a lot of words of affirmation boys out there, okay? We got we gotta help hold up our end of the bargain. So, Miller, what are some examples of some compliments and some other stuff you could say as an introduction besides a compliment? I'm not I don't know really. What what else do you say? Well, other than Miller, a for example, right Miller has a stellar mustache. Adam, if you're listening, you know what I'm talking about. He gets compliments left and fucking right whenever we go from men, from women, from old women, from young women, from old guys, from young guys. People love the stash. They always have to comment on it. Am I wrong? 
No, you're right. With great power comes great responsibility. Correct. And so that happens all the time. So that's an easy one. Like a girl can come up. The other night, a girl came up to him and was like, I love your mustache. I bought us each a shot. And they like took a shot together. Like how fun is that? Miller, you have a nice head of hair too. No danger of going bald anytime soon. Yeah. His dad has hair, thank goodness. I'm just not sure what you would, unless you say, like, what's your name? Where are you from? How else do you lead off the conversation? Except well, that's a not a compliment, kiddo. Exactly. That's what I'm saying. Other than a compliment, like, how else would you start? <laughs> You're so tall. <laughs> what are you drinking? Um, oh, God. It's harder than you think. I've done that before. What, what are you what drinking? Are you drinking? Yeah. <laughs> no, that was not the worst, actually. I was kind of gauging your guys' reaction. That's, that's an easy cop out. <laughs> yeah. But what are, Abby, you're creative. What are some things okay. that you have said Sometimes in the past Sometimes I like to compliment. comment on men's fashion, which is hard when men... But that's a compliment again. I thought you said we were going for compliments. Well, I want both avenues. What are some things besides compliments and just know, some, yeah. some generic well, compliments? Well, I, I just wanted to say the fashion thing because if a man clearly put effort and thought into what he's wearing at the bar, that's like 10 <laughs> steps ahead of most of the other men. So make sure you comment on it because he actually put effort on it and he'll appreciate it. Um... Or, you know what, another compliment is that I've gotten really great rapport with is that Jack really brings out your eyes or the blue in your shirt really brings out your eyes, which sounds like something nice. It sounds like something a guy would say to a girl and that would be creepy maybe for a first interaction. But if a girl is saying that to a guy, he would literally be like, wow, that's like so nice. Like, are you kidding me? You know? That's really nice. Yeah. So anyways, pro tip. (laughs) Um, (laughs) And what are some things besides compliments? Oh, I think I've said this before on the pod. I think pointing to a third party object, person, something going on on the TV is a great conversation starter. Like, who are you rooting for? Games? Mm. Is there a game on the TV? Yeah. First thing you, you know, say, the song, a band is playing. Yeah, what's the song brings me back to my middle school days. Like something about like the song that's going on. Something about point out something of the bartender. The bartender's doing something funny or wearing something weird. Point it out. Um, somebody else in the That's bar is doing one. some, yeah, third party point, point to something that isn't between the two of you. So a lot of guys like girls who work out some, it's personal preference again, like some guys don't really care about it that much if you do or not. But if you are a guy that works out a lot, do what's like this ranker for like how important it is to you that the girl you're looking for is working like a workout girly. I think it's important more so for just like a health and a discipline thing mm. but she's doing something productive with her time. She cares about her body. She's trying to better herself more so than she looks hot in the gym or like, mm-hmm. I love the way that her body looks. I think it's mm-hmm. more of a mindset thing than like a physical attractiveness thing. Okay, cool. So next question. You're single and you're in the gym and you have a gym crush. This happens all the time on TikTok. Girls have gym crushes, guys have gym crushes. They never speak, but they always see each other at the same time at the gym. What is like a good way because a lot of people like you don't like to talk to people in the gym, but what's a good way? We're not, maybe the gym people don't go to bars and this is their only chance to like meet a significant other potentially. How do we approach without being creepy? What do we do? I think that's very different. Like if you're talking from a girl's perspective or a guy's perspective. I haven't. I, if I were in the gym and a boy came in up to me and said, Hey, I don't mean to be too forward. However, I was wondering if you'd like to either get coffee or a drink sometime. I would think that was totally okay. And the preface is by saying, hey, I don't mean to be too Mm -hmm. forward. Mm -hmm. That I would love. Because you could say that in a grocery store. You could say that waiting in line for Starbucks. You could say that Mm -hmm. at the gym. Like that makes sense. And it has nothing to do with like, I've been watching you. (laughs) (laughs) I've noticed you. I've been watching you. That ain't that cool. (laughs) 
I would never talk to a girl in the gym. <laughs> I don't really talk to anybody in the gym. I go in, yeah. I get my stuff done, and I get out. Slanging weights around. But yeah, just slinging weight. But um, I think it's way different for a girl, like a girl going up to a guy or a guy going up to a girl, because girls are already a lot of times like not super confident in the gym. They're worried about, do they look okay in what they're wearing? Am I lifting this correctly? Mm -hmm. All this stuff. And they they know like other men are watching them. Creepy guys are watching them work out. All the time. They're going up and like, oh, let me help you with your form on that. And all we can pray is that also the cute normal guys are watching us too. That's all we can hope for. (laughs) So I think as a guy, you just have to be careful. The way Ashley said it was good. Yeah. You can be, I mean, you can go ask them out, but you just can't be creepy about it. How do we feel about a girl coming up to a guy? Do you think that's... I don't think she ever would. <laughs> no, like in a bar she would. I would. Oh, yeah. I mean, at a, at a gym, I don't think... But just in general, a girl going up to a guy, starting the conversation, maybe asking the guy out. Do you think that's like off-putting or you're like, whoa, what a confident girl? I don't think it's off-putting at all. At least not to me. I think it shows confidence. Yeah. As a first interaction out in the wild, a girl being that forward, being like, hey, would you like to... What? The, the wild. wild. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah, the wild. The hunt. Would you like to um, go get a coffee or a drink sometime and, like, get to know each other? Is that weird? A girl asking a, girl a, guy, that? a guy that? Yeah. No, that's not weird. And then is she expected to pay since she's the one that asked Well, of course. The uh, I'm just playing. <laughs> uh, I don't know. I don't know if I've ever had a girl come up and ask me on a that's date. so honestly. forward and brave. So. so forward and brave. I'm trying to think if I've done that because that sounds like something I would do. I don't if you, even you haven't. I don't think it's ever been done in the history of the world. Mm, Me personally, I would have to really, really think it's most girls try to like trick there. the boy into like getting into that situation. I am right. <laughs> really trying to rack my brain because that's totally something I would do. I remember one time in DC, circa 2019, I believe, I walked into a bar with India and Emily King, and we it was like a smaller, more intimate bar. I did a pan of the room. I just did a sweep with my eyes. I said, where is the tallest man in this room? I found one immediately. There's three of them. There was the tall guy and his two male friends. I walked, I got my drink. I walked right up to them and I said, hey, what's your name? And we talked to them the whole night. We hung out with them. We went to different bars together. And it was all just because I walked up and started the conversation. So like good things happened from it. How do you feel about this line, Miller? A woman... probably in the context of being at a bar a woman telling you after you've talked to her for a little while hey are you gonna kiss me or not (laughs) this is our favorite line (laughs) that's very forward how do you feel about that but you've you've already chatted a little bit not just walking up yeah it is thompson square (laughs) (laughs) the band not not just walking up to a random person like that's a lot but you've talked for uh, like two minutes yeah you've like been flirty yeah yeah things are going well he just like hasn't kissed you, so looking at him, square in the eyes, and saying, "So, are you going to kiss me or not?" I've used this line. Before. I think that's very risky. It personally. is risky. It is risky. Because what do you think he's going to do? Storm away, though. I think a lot of guys would be taken back. What if they get awkward? Yeah, like, that's ooh. what that's what I mean. They're like, "Oh, oh, risky." Like, am, I not, am I not doing this correctly? Like, should you lead everything from now on, type thing? Oh, I wouldn't really mind it, but I could see a lot of guys not liking that. Interesting. But we don't want to be with guys that aren't comfortable enough to like that. Yeah, it takes a confident man to be okay with that, I suppose. That line has worked well for me. I'm, I think I'm 100% of the time, I think it's worked. So, girls, put that in your back pocket. And also listen to that song because it slaps. You didn't say that to me. Interesting. <laughs> I didn't have to say it to you. <laughs> What's another good way that girls can show that they want to be kissed or that they want to be flirty without 
their words, like touching their arm, touching their like leg. If you're sitting, is that weird or physical touch and (laughs) eye contact, maintain like eye contact and then like look at their lips and then look back at their eyes. Ooh, that's a good one. I feel like we're in middle school again. (laughs) Look at step one, long eye contact. Step two, look at their lips and look back at their eyes. Yeah. Step three, look back up. That's a good one. Call me old fashioned, but I think you should just make eye contact, a little smile, and that's all it takes. And don't blink once until he comes over. <laughs> never, never stop looking. Staring <laughs> contest. Wait, that's a cute idea. If you're bold enough, go up to a guy and say, let's have a staring contest, and then get your faces really close together. That's smart. Yeah. Abby's going to start writing for Cosmo. I can't wait. To, yeah, Andy seven. Anderson at your service. Yeah, we're 17. I have one more question related to the gym. This one's a little gauche, if you will. But a little off the beaten path of what we've been talking about up to this point, something came to my attention the other day. I think a lot of girls, obviously, we care about what we look like in the gym more so than guys, I think. Like, we want to look good. We want to look attractive just by society standards. Like, we always want to look good. We want to look attractive to the male population. And so we have all these leggings, what, et cetera. It's really hard to find good gym leggings that don't give you, like, some kind of camel toe or don't, like, outline your vagina. <laughs> And I was talking about this with some girl in the bathroom at the gym. And I was like, "Ugh, like, I'm so annoyed. I just like, don't want my leggings to like do this. I wish they would be sitting differently on me. And she's like, are you kidding me? Guys think that's hot. And I was like, I'm sorry, what? Like, I'm 23 years old. This is the first time I'm hearing of this. I'm like, was I living under a rock or is she right? immature. No, no. But she, but here's the thing is she was like, it does sound immature, but guys are pigs. Like they're disgusting. Not into it. Not into it. Do you think that's what differentiates what like a boy the- from a man? <laughs> well, that's a whole different topic. But <laughs> Wait, I'm actually, after this, be thinking about it. I want you to tell me what does differentiate a boy oh, from a man. But Okay, no, but the camel toe thing, because this is serious. Girls are spending so long worrying about their camel toe. And do you think some guys think that's hot? I'm sure some guys probably do. Interesting. But I don't some think guys. you want to attract those type of men. Well, I'm just saying it might give us some peace of mind, you know? Like, we don't have to worry so much. Just be yourself. Do what makes you comfortable. And then a guy that's attracted to that will approach you. Well, that's true. It's not rocket science. I have a question for the peanut gallery. Please lay it on us. So, Miller, what does differentiate a boy from a man? Something about this that I really appreciate about Miller specifically is that when he refers to girls our age, he says women. And I like that. I don't that. feel like a woman. Exactly. I don't feel like a woman either. I feel like a girl. And so when he says women, it reminds me that I'm like, oh, yeah, I'm a woman. Little women, 2019. So um, <laughs> what, in your opinion, Miller, uh, differentiates a man from a boy? It's <laughs> a big question. It's a hard question. You don't have to say like 17 things. You just say like two. I'm sure you've been taught some things in your upbringing. You're very conservative, straight white male upbringing. <laughs> I think... <laughs> I think the way that you treat a woman in terms of what your intentions with her differentiates. Most boys are only going to be looking for something short term. You, we want to hook up. We want to have like a fun little fling for college or for the summer or whatever the case may be. And then I think a lot of it, you have to have a plan for your life and you have to be actively working towards that plan. So some men stay boys forever. Yes. And some women stay girls forever, I guess. Yeah, that's true. The ones that are dancing on tables. Exactly. The elevated surfaces at 40. (laughs) Okay, what is the biggest red flag for a girl, like on a first date or during the talking stage? And also, what do men think about the talking stage? 
wrap it all into one. It's two questions. Can you define the, uh, the terms of the talking stage that we're referring to right now? Me? Yes, give me that. Yeah, you. Yeah, you ask the question. You. Talking stage is like you meet on a dating app or through a mutual friend at a bar, whatever. You have each other's number. You might follow each other on social media and you're texting or Snapchatting. Hopefully, as we're getting older, it's texting. You're gone. <laughs> um, but you're communicating by some way over phone. Maybe you've been on one date, but probably not even yet. It's just like deciding. Okay, yeah. I was wondering if you were going out yet. It's like deciding whether it happens. But it's just like very early days. Like early days. Mm-hmm. Maybe you have been on the first date, but you're still not like in a relationship. Personally, I think a lot of girls are a little bit tired of it. It gets old. It's a little immature maybe that's just the way that like people approach dating it's just like where nobody knows where we stand we're just going back and forth like texting and most girls will not suggest anymore they've had they're over it like we should get drinks everyone's waiting i think for the guy to do it right and so it just kind of lingers on you never know where you stand you don't know if you're on a roster or not like (laughs) that whole thing so that's i'm asking like from a guy's perspective what do you think about the talking stage do you guys like it do they hate it do they think it's helpful? Do they think it's annoying? I think that it's helpful in terms of like you got to get to know the person. I consider the talking stage from whenever you start talking to them until you're officially like in a relationship. So talking is not from like first conversation to the first date. It doesn't end then to me. Right. Right. Let's right. do that. Let's do that portion right now, though. Call it whatever you want. But let's talk about that. Call the, it what you want. the first interaction to like maybe the like after the first date. Within talking and also on a first date, red flags too. Only using Snapchat is a big one. I think works for men and women. Interesting. There are some women that only use Snapchat. Really? Mm-hmm. All right. That are our age. Well, they're not women, Miller. They're girls. They're girls. You're right. <laughs> and there it is. <laughs> I don't know. I think that if you right off the bat, some girls like I don't know if they think that you're the only guy, like the only girl that you're talking to as the guy, but they expect you to like have constant communication the whole time from the first encounter. And that's kind of a red flag. Mm-hmm. Right Sounds off like bat. my worst nightmare. Because yeah. Like a stage five clinger. Yeah. Because you're just right off the bat showing that you have no other options and that's not attractive. Like you, <laughs> as a guy, you want a girl, you want to pursue a girl that has other options. So you want her to leave you on red? <laughs> from time Sometimes. to time. Yeah. It's yeah. All keeps, game. <laughs> it keeps it spicy, you know? <laughs> like, Oh, was I not being funny enough? She didn't even respond. Yeah. I don't think there's any big time red flags though. Just, I don't know. Just be yourself. What about big time red flags on the first date? Not reaching for the check, not offering to pay. Like not at least pretending. Yeah. Yeah. You have to at least pretend like you might consider thinking about (laughs) it. You have to at least try. (laughs) You have to at least say, are you sure? Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Are you sure you don't want to split it? Because I've been on a lot of dates where the girl, I'd say more dates. I've been on more dates where the girl doesn't offer to pay than where she does. I feel like that might be more Southern. Maybe. Mm. And then some girls don't even say thank you. Oh my gosh. Yeah. So that's a big Okay, I have a question. <laughs> I have a question. I always used to think it was polite when you got home to sis and a secondary, like, thank you so much for paying. That was so much fun. However, I was listening to someone on a podcast say you thank them like very nicely and generously at the date. You say mm-hmm. goodbye and then you wait them for text to text you to like make plans or something else, but you don't have to text them again when you got home. I think there's no there's hard no need fast to overthink. rule. Yeah, I yeah. think if you feel like texting them and you really think it went well, I would say like 
thanks so much for dinner. I had a great time tonight. Hope to see you again. Maybe, maybe not even the hope to see you again. Let's, let's let them just leave say it open. To see you again. But yeah, just like, thank you for, thanks for dinner. Thanks for tonight. I had a great time. I think that's, that's nice and appreciated. Yeah, I think that's you fine. I don't think there's a right or a wrong way. If you really enjoyed it, then tell them that. If you didn't, yeah. then there's no reason to text them and say you did. Do you think the guy should say something? If it went well and he wants something to go, if he wants it to go yeah. farther, like that same night, you think you should send a text? Oh, the same night. That's tough. Um, I don't think that there's anything wrong with it. Mm-hmm. You just have to kind of get a read on the girl because she might think that's being like too clingy or you're too obsessed with mm-hmm. her already. You texted me. Well, I was obsessed with you already. <laughs> but uh, How about kiss on a first date? Yes. Every Always time? Yes. Yeah. If, if you like her. This isn't mm-hmm. 1940. I mean. <laughs> <laughs> we're walking closest to the street, but we're also uh, getting in our pants on the first date. It's time. <laughs> we said kiss not get in her i'm kidding i'm kidding no but actually so always unless it was an awful first date always kiss just to get like a better read on the person yeah if you had a good first date i think that kind of concludes it is the kiss that's kind of a seal because sometimes a girl might be a terrible kisser and like you think the date's going really well and you're like oh i can't do that see i said this one time (laughs) a polite oh i was gonna say real quick a polite kiss or a real kiss what's a polite kiss like just like a peck, I guess. I want to do it right now. Kiss him. Like this. Come here. No, I don't like that. Ew, I don't like yeah. that either. That like I'm 82. Yeah. Ew, let's take it away. So that's off the table. Take that off the table. Wait, wait. That was the kind of kiss when you're eight years old and your your parents are like, go on, go kiss your like great-grandmother real quick to say goodbye. <laughs> yeah, ew. Actually, I take it all back. If a guy kissed me that way, I would be, I'd have the ick so fast. I'd be like, ew, ew, ew. So real kisses only. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> like there's got to be some passion there. You have to, it's like a trailer to the movie. Like you have to tease them. Like this is like a little tiny glimpse into like what it could be like with me. Into sexual relations with. Correct. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay. I was going to, oh, what were you going to ask before I say real kiss or fake kiss or quick kiss? Mm, oh yeah. I was going to ask during the date, if it's going well, do you plan out when you are going to kiss her? Like, okay, when yes. we get back to the car, I'll kiss her. When I walk her to her door. Are you sweating? Are your palms sweating? Yes, knees my knees weak. weak and my arms are heavy. <laughs> you can't lift your hand up. You just kiss your stick to the board with your hands by your side. <laughs> Wait, so you do plan it? Yeah, I like I'm trying to think. I was thinking about when I was going to kiss you from like the end of our dinner on our first date. Well, that's a long time because we had a whole second part to our date. But that's so important. At least guys think it's so important is more the the when you kiss her than how you kiss her. Unpopular opinion. I don't really like waiting till we get to the car to do the kiss because it makes me feel, which is what happened with us, (laughs) because it makes me feel like it feels like I'm being jumped in a parking lot a little bit. Like I'd rather it be in like a somewhat public setting. Like it doesn't need to be in the middle of the restaurant or the bar or something, but like maybe right outside of it on the sidewalk or something. I don't know. Just like waiting till the car makes me feel like I'm being attacked. <laughs> However, though, if it's a kiss that you don't really want to happen and you know that you can't like necessarily divert like as hard as possible, it's nice if it is by the car because then it's like, okay, well, that was awful. I'm going to go now. Yeah, that's also happened to me before. <sighs> I also think from a guy's perspective, like she might turn you down. Like she might swerve you in the middle of the kiss. Have you ever had a girl turn down your kiss? Swerve? Yes, I have. Long time ago. Did they give you a pit? 
I just knew that it wasn't going to go anywhere after that. I also think maybe if the guy, so for example, on our first date, Miller came and picked me up and dropped me back off at my house. Did you feel like you were going to get killed though? Getting picked up on a first date? No, because we had talked continuously for like a week and a half before the date. Mm -hmm. So I like knew, we had FaceTimed, like I knew he was like a normal person. If it was like I matched with someone on a dating app and the next day they were like, let's grab dinner, let's grab drinks. Like I'd probably meet them at the bar. I'd say, I don't want you to pick me up. Um, but he dropped me back off. And I think another good time for that first day kiss is like when they walk you up to the door, like it's 1952 and like, goodbye. Like the song kissed you good night. Yeah. Yeah. It's cute because you're like on the porch. I always walk back to the door. I walked you back to the door. Didn't I? Yeah. That's another, I might be getting off topic, but the whole like meeting out in public or picking them up is a big, like people are on both sides of the fence with that nowadays. Yeah. See, I'm concerned about someone knowing where you live Mm -hmm. until you really get to know them. No, I would normally say I agree with that, but I trusted Miller a lot before we went on our date. I felt okay with him knowing. Like, I always just, I I, I always made the girl decide. I was like, do you just want to meet up or do you want me to come, like, would you like me to come pick you up? So I feel like picking them up and dropping them off is the nicer thing to do. Like, that's chivalry, but you have to be careful nowadays. (laughs) That's chivalry and it's also creepy. And today's day and age, like, it's too much, I think. Yeah. Um, I was going to ask you, I think this is such a harsh stance, and we've taken, we've talked about it before, but what's your hot take on the idea that you are going on a first date with someone, and it's the day of the date, and they don't confirm with you, and let's say the date's at 7, and it's 4 o'clock, and they haven't reconfirmed with you, do you pretend that the date's not happening? I agree. I always say, like, are we, are we still good for tonight at whatever? Yeah. And if you don't confirm by, like, two hours before, the woman just pretends it's not happening. Well, I don't know. I don't know if I've ever had that happen. <laughs> yeah. It's a new stance that that's happening. I think it just depends. Like, if the guy is not a good enough communicator to confirm, what is the – why are we wasting our time on him, for example? Because, like, yeah. if he can't make a plan and follow through with it on your first date, he's not going to be able to make plans and follow through with anything ever in your For the rest of your life. Like this is this is when you're putting your best foot forward at the beginning of the relationship, and if they can't even hold up their end of the bargain at the beginning, like why waste your time? Thank you. Next, what do you think is an appropriate um, outfit for both parties to wear on a first date? Well, it depends what you do, but I like to say you have to pick one asset to show off. So if you have a nice rack, props to you, girl. Wear you would have made such a good boy, Abby. I know. Wear something that like shows off that asset, but then don't wear also a short skirt because then we're going into like hoe territory. Pick a nice one rack, the but other. conservative on the bottom. Yeah. For me, it's my legs. So I like to wear something that shows my legs, a dress or a skirt. I don't have a rack. I wear something slightly more conservative on top. A turtleneck. You got to pick something, <laughs> right? If you have really good hair, do your Eyes. hair. You're yeah, good at makeup. Do up, whatever you have working for you. Highlight that on the first date. Boom. That was good. Thank you. What do you think? What should a guy wear on the first date? Yeah. Both parties, but yeah. Um, I don't know. Just put a little effort in. Kind of like the bar thing. Just show just show that it was important. The bar is so low for me. Because, him. I mean, most, I don't say all, most guys don't really care about like what they're wearing when they go out. But I, I know the girl does. So if you like put the effort in to look nice, then she's going to say, oh, like this is important to him. He put the time. Would you wear that cotton six pack t-shirt that you're wearing right now on a first date? Or would you wear like a dress shirt? (laughs) What depends on where we're going? Not not a dress shirt, but like what is a dressier shirt than what he's wearing right now? It's like a a collared, it's a polo or a collared button down t-shirt, not long sleeve. Collared button down t-shirt. That's the first one I was looking for. That's what he wore on our first two dates. Different collared button downs. Mm -hmm. That's Mm -hmm. what I was searching for. (laughs) 
And you, it looked like you did your hair, which is nice. Why do so many boys, I mean, boys slash men at our age, not know how to do their fucking hair? Like, how long have you had the same head of hair? Because their mom did it for them until they moved out. Figure it out. You're good at it. Self-taught. It's so confusing to me. I'm like, what? when you were a boy, would you watch YouTube videos the way girls do for makeup? <laughs> no. <laughs> so did your dad teach you or did like your barber teach you? I, I just did it. I don't know. I just. There's no way that your brain just knew. Did you, how you just I do my hair now? Yeah, I literally. In general. I just bought some like, well, I think I started with gel and I was like, I don't like the way this feels. So I bought some pomade stuff and I was like, oh, this makes my hair cute, stay soft, but it holds it. And mm-hmm. so literally I just put some in, like smeared it on my fingers and I just like played around with it. Well, this one's a little funny. What do boys think about periods? What's the deal? What do you think about them? I try not to think about them at all. <laughs> <laughs> not my problem. they're going to be a part of your life. Like you have to be adjacent to a period your whole entire life until the woman goes through menopause. Like, yeah. I mean. What do you think about them? It's part of it. Though. Do you know anything you understand. about them? Do you understand how tampons work? Mm, good question. Do you? You could be honest. You take them out of the little capsule thing and you like stick them in and they soak up the blood. It's like a cotton. Yeah. And then there's like a string attached and you pull the string. Yeah, but you don't take it out of the plastic before. You stick the plastic up there and then you like shoot it through. Like a, like when you're getting a shot and you like shoot it through. It's like here's the plastic like capsule. A Nerf gun, you're just up yeah, like the cotton's in it, and you stick the whole thing up there, and then you like have this little pushy part, and it goes. Imagine trying to figure that out for the out. first time. It was very confusing when you're 13. My God, the the hardest part for girls is like when you're in eighth or ninth grade. You don't like it's kind of scary, so you only put it in halfway sometimes, and then it hurts more when it's like not all the way in, and you can like feel it when you're sitting in class, and you're just like, "Ah." okay. Well, I was actually gonna ask, growing up, especially like in the South, did your dad tell you how to treat a woman, or did you like figure it out yourself? Because you're also you don't have an older brother, so how did you figure out how to treat a woman? I mean, TV. a little bit. You kind of just see it out in public. Like you see guys holding the door for women. You see guys always paying for the bill. You see guys holding hands and like walking on the correct side of the road. It's like yeah. all around you. Like we were never exposed to anything different. Yeah. So my dad was, I mean, he treated my mom really well, but he wasn't like all the time giving me advice. Like you have to do this. You need to do this. You need to do this. It was more that I just kind of figured it out on my own. Yeah, that's why I thought that he would open the door for me on the first day. Because I'm like, oh, he's from the South. Like, they're going to go over the I top. I open the door. I just open the car door. Don't let these people get a bad idea of me. <laughs> You're like, I did. I did it. I did what I was supposed to do. <laughs> All right, we have come to the end of a very interesting hour. Thank you so much for being such a good sport and letting us grill you with all of these questions. The way we like to end things is, do you have any books or podcasts that you've been listening to or reading that you recommend to people in their 20s that they... You're recently into reading. What do you I recommend? I specific titles or just the, like genres. Titles. Title or author. The Psychology of Money is the best book out right now. It's made in 2020. And you on their PR team? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Basically, I think anything related to health or finance when you're in your early 20s, because I think it's two areas that the education system failed us on in preparing us for personal health or personal finance, and those are two things that affect everybody. Okay, yeah. cool. Would you like to pimp yourself out on the podcast? I mean, people who, who listen might follow me and like see you on Instagram, but would you like to share? Pimp myself out, was that me? You know, like share your handles. Where can they find you? Oh, well, yeah. Oh, you got excited. <laughs> What's your handle? You don't remember it? I Miller, know are you secretly more into, into Instagram than I would think you are? Uh, no, not really. I don't guess. 
Well, I feel like you post more frequently than the average male, and you took initiative to follow me first without having met me. So something tells me that you're into Instagram more than more than I would picture. And he's into making my friends like view him positively, I think. So he was like, And why well, didn't you send me anything for Valentine's Day, Miller? <laughs> Where's my gift? Where's my treat? Where's my treat? <laughs> <laughs> my handle is Andrew underscore Miller 32. Great. On Instagram. Was 32 your number? In middle school, number? my middle school basketball number, yes. <laughs> and that's when I first made Instagram was in middle school. Wow. Could, read the, could read the straight white male like a book. <laughs> Great. Amazing. Well, thank you so much. It was my pleasure. pleasure. It was my pleasure. It was my pleasure. <laughs> <laughs>